When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Pay Attention, Please, Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Eric Tedesco. And we are back with another episode of exciting housewife stuff. And Eric, I think you have the most exciting stuff to discuss this week because you met with Heather Dubrow one-on-one in New York City. I did, yes. I got to party with the Dubrows, both Heather and Terry. And Heather is our guest this week on the podcast. We did things differently where this was an in-person event. So Chris, since you're out in LA and I'm here on the East Coast, I went to um, New York and Heather had a little event near like the West Village. Um, So I got to talk to her for around like 10 to 12 minutes. So she is our guest this week on the episode. But her and Terry and their team kind of just reached out to some press, us at Hollywood Life and a couple other publications, people that, you know, we know from the world of entertainment. Um, and uh, yeah, there was food and obviously champagne. That was like a necessity. Like everyone was like, get your champagne, get your champagne. And I had like several glasses. Then I, I, I luckily I interviewed her at the beginning because not that I was drunk. Well, tipsy. But um, I was like, my God, like the champagne, when you hang out with Heather Dubrow, it goes down like water. Yeah. I mean, she is a champagne queen. What kind of champagne were they serving? Do you know what it was? Brew? Is that is that the thing, right? No, is I that just what it mean, like, um, was it like Vouv or was it... Because um, Vouv is like the uh, go-to housewife champagne. But I think Tamara recently said that Heather Dubrow is like a step above that. I forget what it's called. I like away one or something. I don't think it was Moe. I honestly don't really know. I just was like what they they were pouring. Yeah, Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know. But um yeah, but she is a champagne queen and um it was at this rooftop and the staff was awesome. And um even when I first got there, Heather was in the middle of doing uh interviews right before I got there. So I was talking to Terry and he was telling me about the next season of Botch, which come back later this year. I don't think there's like a premiere day or anything, but he was just kind of like, all we were into an interview. We were just like talking, like two people just casually talking. Um, he's so great. And Heather was so nice. I had never talked to her before. We were at BravoCon last year. You did a bunch of the OC yeah, girls. And I think I you've talked, talked to, her. to her on Zoom or whatever before. So yeah. I had never. I was just going to say, she Terry, Terry was with her, too, at BravoCon, and they're just both, like, the nicest people, like, easy to talk to, um, mm-hmm. very giving in information. So, like, I'm just curious, like, what kind of scoop you got on Orange County? Like, I mean, obviously, a lot's going on already. Like, what, what I know, you, we want to save it for the end for people to listen to, but, like, what can mm-hmm. you teach right now? Yeah, I was kind of able to hit a bunch of different topics. I mean, it was only like a 10-ish minute interview. And typically when we do these Zoom interviews, we have a little bit longer. Um, So there was obviously other stuff I would have like loved to ask. But we discussed her thoughts on the situation with Tamara and Shannon right now. We got a lot into her and Taylor Armstrong because that's very much happening in the moment as we're seeing on the show right now, specifically this most recent episode where there's a lot of awkwardness going on and 
We've seen the previews for next week with the trip to Montana where things kind of start to explode between them two. So she was giving me her take on the tailor of it all and everyone you guys will hear, but it seems like she's a little confused why they're fighting. And um, she had some interesting things to say about that. Definitely had some interesting thoughts also on uh, Gina because Gina did kind of shade her in the premiere episode. So I asked directly what her thoughts on that were, how she felt about Gina kind of shading her and how her and Emily don't really seem too much to be team Heather this season. Um, Heather's definitely a little bit on an island of her own, and we'll discuss that more when we talk about the show, and that's something that she told me. And honestly, just talking to Terry off the record, he was saying the same thing, like not interview, just like this isn't the best season for Heather. Mm -hmm. So it was really just a great chat. I'm excited for everyone to listen. Um, Yeah, and it's just fun to talk to her. I'm really enjoying the season of OC, and I think Heather's a vital part of the cast right now, and I feel like things are meshing really, really well. So you know, it's working for me. Yeah, me too. Um, and we'll, we will talk, like you said, about OC towards the end of this episode before we get to Heather. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to backtrack a little bit and and mm-hmm. start with the beginning of the week, which was obviously Sunday night's Real Houses of Atlanta episode. Um, I'm still a little bit bored by it, but we did get a fun sort of group event where like Sheree hosted the Gucci-themed brunch, I think it was a brunch. Yeah. Um, where all the ladies, minus Moneta, she was missing, MIA. Moneta who? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'd rather see her than Courtney, but Courtney's, I know. Courtney is calming down a little bit, so I'll give her a chance. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, the girls came together because everyone's just sort of feuding. You know, last week we got the end of uh, Candy and Marlo fighting mm-hmm. at um, the don't let the bomb hit you or some kind of yeah, like it was like an escape room mask type of event um anyway so they got back together this week and sure i just wanted to like kind of squash all the beefs amongst the cast mm. uh she succeeded in a few i'll just run down them we got uh courtney and candy's feud from the mm-hmm. first episode squash basically it was a misunderstanding Sheree's yep. like say sorry and Courtney's like yeah like I was so happy you came to my event last week and Candy's like and I was happy that you asked if I was okay after my fight with Marlo and so they kind of agreed just to move forward so that one was done then I think we got who was the next one was it was it Sonia and Kenya yes because Sonia was she said our (laughs) friendship seems kind of weird I went to Birmingham Alabama with you you told me to go home I thought we were good Mm -hmm. friends what's going on Kenya said that um, she's lost um, the ability to trust her because she was on Watch Robins Live and said that she didn't know if Kenya's butt was real. Right. Um, which is kind of like weird because it happened off camera, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and so she said, Sanya, uh, I think apologized or something. And she was like, well, I didn't really know what to say. I was caught in the moment. It was a question that was asked of me. And she kind of apologized and Kenya said, all right, well, let's move forward and I'll see if you're worthy of my trust going forward. Mm-hmm. So that was good. But then when we get to Candy and Marlo, Marlo That's not fixable, at least not yet. Not, <laughs> it's not fixable. Candy still doesn't understand why Marlo's mad at her. I don't either as a viewer. I think it's a stretch for a storyline. I understand, like, obviously we've talked about this in the podcast. We talked to Marlo. She told us in a prior episode that uh, of our podcast that you know she felt triggered after hearing about a new shooting at candy's restaurant 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it brought back memories of her nephew getting murdered two years prior by a shooting. And it reminded her how Candy didn't really react well to it or support her in the best way. Right. For me, it just feels like a stretch. But even if you are triggered and that's why it's making you think of it now, why isn't she holding anyone else to the same standard? Is Candy like her best friend on the show? Because I don't... Yeah, since when? I'm just confused. Like, I, I to me overall, it just feels like a stretch storyline. I feel like we're pulling. There's nothing going on in these women's lives that are like super juicy yet. We're still not at Drew and Ralph split. That's not going to come mm-hmm. to the very end. Yeah, I liked that we got a little bit of Kenya talking about wanting another child and like the process of do I use a surrogate? Do I go through a tough pregnancy again? You know, like that I like. I don't care about like Drew's music video. I love Drew though. I love her. I'm. But I- I'm- I'm very disinterested in like most of these personal storylines. And I know that that's yeah, a vital part a of housewives. I like kind of just don't care. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of business stuff. And I'm yeah. more invested in like, and we'll talk about this later, but like OC, like I actually enjoyed listening to Emily talk to her in-laws about, mm-hmm. you know, um, her struggle with her, the relationship with her own mother. Like that's the kind of stuff I want to hear sort of is like the personal dilemmas each women woman is going through on the cast and i just feel like atlanta is just like it's feels like fake storylines made up stuff um etc i don't know i it's not, a, feel like it's not a cohesive show like all of their individual stories are kind of just blah and like feel like they don't matter and it doesn't feel like they're even invested in them like sonya with her family stuff like that you know snooze fast to me i don't think it's that interesting like the dynamics between the women just doesn't feel authentic. The show's just not working right now. I'm sorry. Like, it's just not completely working right now. And I feel like that's definitely the sentiment on Twitter. Not that Twitter represents every opinion out there, but I just, and the ratings are unfortunately reflecting that. Like, wow. it's just not cohesive. It's not vibing. Like, it's, and it's like there's drama. Like, there was like fighting, like the Marlo Candy thing, but that seems forced. And that is the storyline of the season thus far as we're six, six episodes in. And then it's just like, Marlo's pushing this, pushing this, pushing this. But then it's just like, well, what is Candy supposed to do? Like now we're yeah. getting into territory of like a murdered nephew that happened three years ago. Like what is Candy supposed to do? Say like, get over it? No, because obviously it's a terrible tragedy. Right. But then she apologizing for what is she exactly apologizing for or is supposed to be apologizing for that's what i'm not getting i don't know what marlo wants out of candy other than to have a marlo versus candy feud which i feel like was starting last last season on marlo's behalf like i feel like she's been edging for this since she got that peach i don't know if that was a mistake now to see a season and a half in of marlo with her peach like and again we love marlo she was great on the show like i think She's not a, she's not bad for the show. Like I think she brings a lot. It's just like not feeling authentic. It it feels like it's intentional like takedowns. Like it's it doesn't at its core, Housewives is supposed to be like out of a about a group of friends. And obviously over the years that changes because people come, people go, new people leave. There's different dynamics, but like it's supposed to be like about a group of friends that there's good relationships, there's bad relationships, there's things that have to be worked on. And like that's not are real houses of Atlanta right now. It's literally a group of random people. I feel, I don't feel like anyone's friends. And I know this has been talked about on other podcasts this week and on, on mm-hmm. Twitter, et cetera. But the fact of like, 
The pe- okay, the two that have been on the show the longest, Kenya and Candy, they don't even seem like they are genuine friends. They're like coworkers. Like they get along on camera. Mm-hmm. They have this history together. But do we see that? Well, I guess they went on vacation recently together. So I don't know. Maybe they it's just are. not translating. I don't think it's on the television camera. And yeah, I just feel like a lot's missing, which takes us to our next point of um, Sonia was doing an interview. I think mm-hmm. it was with um, Carlos King, who was a former Real Housewives producer. Yes. Um, and she asked him what he asked her what her dream cast would be um, for Atlanta. And she basically, obviously, right away said she would keep Marlo, keep her. I don't remember if she said Drew, but she wasn't into bringing back Candy and Kenya. She basically said they've had their shot. I've already filmed with them. I know what that's like. I'd rather bring back Phaedra mm-hmm. and Portia, which mm-hmm. I know a lot of fans want Portia back. Yeah. Um, and then she couldn't name someone else, but when Carlos went through like a list of old cast members, she liked the idea of Claudia Jordan coming back. Mm-hmm. Well, I think on the show she had like, so much potential, that one. She did. She did. She was what? One season? She was one and done. Yeah, she was one and done, surprisingly. Because she she's famous in her own right, too. Yeah, I think the only reason she left the show was I think whoever she was dating or married something at the time didn't want to mm-hmm. film or there was some, it was like a her decision, I think, is what this mm-hmm. was. I think she'd be open to coming back um, depending on what her life situation is right now. But it was just interesting because then Candy went on on something on social media. Speak, speak on it. Her, I think it's like her YouTube channel or whatever. Okay. Usually she, that's usually and, where she claps back at people. <laughs> and she was not happy i mean obviously the whole phaedra of it all she wasn't happy with that and that you know sanya would rather have phaedra back than ken candy it's awkward i mean i'm all for phaedra and portia coming back of course but, yeah they're great tv yeah but like i don't know it's just like no one seems like you said it goes back to no one really likes each other there's no genuine relationships with the current cast None. i think definitely need to spice things up next season and we, we've been saying that it's like a broken record at this point yeah and it's not like it's boring it's just like even the women like you said the women that have known each other like obviously Sheree is an OG Candy came yeah. in at the very beginning Kenya's been on for a while like it doesn't feel like these are people that have known each other that long like if right. that makes sense like I feel like when you watch the other franchises like obviously you see like and this is so much about OC right now but Tamara and Shannon like there's history there like Jersey's a little different because there's family and then there's people that have known each other like Teresa and Dolores for so long but like you get the vibe that like these people are like have genuine like relationships like Melissa and Margaret and like Teresa and Jen Aiden like there's these are like people like that are hanging out that are invested in each other's lives like I don't feel that in Atlanta yes and I think that's important of what housewives should be like talk about the new york like luann sonia ramona dorinda like they're all integrated in each other's lives i think that's going to be the case with the new new york like someone that was actually at the event last night went to a big event with a bunch of the new york girls not to get off topic too much and they were saying like it's basically like a friend group and yeah there's some people that get along in it there's some people that don't get along in it you know and that is a recipe what is made this franchise as a whole housewives as a whole successful from the beginning it's not happening right now on season 
15, 15. Oh my God. Yeah. When they're getting up there, you know, I'm not that into the show when I don't even know what season number it is. Not that there's not been enough seasons. It's just not working right now. Like that recipe and the mix of who they threw in the bowl is not working. And that's okay. Like it's, you know, it's not the end of the world. Like it's okay. I'm I'm not faulting one cast member or even all six of them or like production. I just, not feeling like this is about a group of people that have relationships with each other that get along and don't get along i'm going to make a prediction Mm -hmm. i think for next season there i think sanya's out i hate saying it but i think this is her last season i think andy is a toss-up i think if she wants to come back they'll bring her back i think kenya candy drew sheree that's I like cool. Shrey in the show. I would, I would vouch for her. And staff. I think Sanya will get bumped. Marlo might go back to a friend, and I think they'll bring Portia and Kim Zolciak on. Mm-hmm. That's my prediction for next season's cast. We'll see. One of Portia and Kim Zolciak will be back, and I think the Phaedra of it all. Well, I think Phaedra's is married to men now, yeah, and from Candy's perspective, that. I understand why Candy doesn't want anything to do with Phaedra. Even though that would be the most interesting storyline of Atlanta is having them yes. two come across, and that would be like. There's history there. There was a real that dynamic there. The what, what, do, what do the other women feel about this? And I know that there, that was a very personal personal bad situation yeah. about what happened with them many but years ago. Wrong. But that's real. And that's like, you know, we're just not getting real. It's yeah. called The Real Housewives. They're just women in Atlanta. Let's change the show to that. Let's yeah. change the name to that because it's not, you know, I don't we're not getting a lot of their... Yeah, like what's going on with Kenya and Mark? I want to hear more about that. I want to hear more yeah. about it. I want um, more about the Candy and Todd stuff. Like if it's not deeper than what we've seen, then fine. But like, I just want more personal stuff. I kind of like, we're getting at the tip of the Drew and Ralph stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm more looking forward to the end when like they split up. Like how did it actually, what what was the final straw? Like why did they split ultimately? You know, so, so I'm looking forward to that, I, you know. I, I think we can move on at this point, but I'm very much looking forward to next season, and that's not a good sign. No, and we're going to keep watching and talking, and hopefully, we're going to get some of the, the. We're hopefully getting some of the other women on just to you know have them on for interviews. It's always great to talk to them. They're all lovely people. It's just the recipe's not working right now, and that's okay. It doesn't. Also, it also could get better in a couple episodes, five episodes, whatever. So. I don't know. We'll see. I love it. I love OC though. I'm loving OC so far. It's good. I told Heather that when I, when I talked to her, I told her it's, it's feeling real. Yeah. Um, it's got the nostalgia factor. We've got three long-term cast members back together. We are invested in this Tamara Shannon fallout friendship, mm-hmm. you know, um, I love seeing Heather and Tamara back together. I've always loved both of them. Um, and honestly, I know Gina gets a lot of hate online, but I actually like both Gina and Emily. And I think Same. the fact that they have this deep five-year friendship since the start of the sh- them coming on the show together, it's an organic friendship. When they're not filming, you see photos of them together. They're, it's kind of what we talked about, the genuine friendships. And, and I think at this point, they're so intertwined with Tamara and Shannon that it works, you know, like the the whole dynamic of the cast. And, and we both have said we really like Jen. I like that her and Tamara actually have a real friendship. They didn't just bring her on and pretend she's someone's friend, you know. Great addition. Really, really good addition so far. Really organic. And then to find out this week that 
Tamara and Jen actually have this history where they they had a falling out of their own off camera, like before mm-hmm. Jen joined the show. And I think that's really interesting as well. It kind of speaks to where they're at now and sort of they're not perfectly fine. Like, like they're not 100% solid. And we saw little mm-hmm. like clips of that this, this week. So basically, you know, Jen met her now boyfriend, Ryan, at Cut Fitness around 2020 during the pandemic um ryan joined the gym in march or april i think tamra said and then by october of that year um allegedly jen's husband caught her and ryan in a car together tamra didn't say what they were doing Mm -hmm. jen i think later in her confessional insinuated that they had just met and ryan wanted to give her a gift yeah, they, she said there was no sexual activity. No funny yeah, business. Nothing happened in that car except he was giving her a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's the story she's telling on camera. Tamara is implying that she's lying and not fully telling the truth. Uh, but obviously the whole relationship caused a uncomfortable situation for her and Tamara. Three, three, two. I guess they filmed this in 2022. So two years yeah. before. Tamara and Eddie were like friends with Jen's husband, Will. So they're like, well, this is awkward. We now know about this relationship you're having with Brian. And so they, I guess they had sort of a falling out a bit. Jen retreated from the friendship with Tamara. They eventually somehow made their way back to each other. I'm sure we'll get more details as this season plays out. Um, But it's interesting to see. And of course, all the ladies are curious. They're like, how did your relationship with Ryan start? Oh my God, were you cheating on your husband? And then it turns to like Gina feeling uncomfortable because she was cheated on in her marriage. She feels mm-hmm. uncomfortable and doesn't want, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, Jen was in a bad marriage. It's okay. Kind of thing. And Gina just, you know, was like, that's not cool. That's not, there's no excuse for infidelity. And I think we'll see that play out more as the season goes on as well. And the preview for next week, Shannon's also like, Hey, that's a trigger for me as well. I was cheated on, you know? Mm-hmm. So I like what we're getting this season. I think we're getting real raw, genuine drama and mm. life situations that they're navigating through um and how did you feel about the they had the cut closing party i loved it it immediately reminded me of the opening party that i'm glad they showed the clip of where you know that famous scene where tamra throws alexis so good. yeah you know alexis is like oh. i'm sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You know, I I went on Xanax Lydia or whatever, and just mm-hmm. like it just takes you back and like shows you like, oh my god, we've really been invested in these people's lives for like decades at this point. Yeah, yeah, no, the cup party looked super fun. It made me want hibachi. Um, yeah, I just uh, feel like everyone's kind of fitting in with each other's stories really well. I mean, Jen Pajanti, uh, this is what her third episode, three episodes into the new yes, season, sir. and she's bringing it not yeah. like and it's not like she's acting crazy or she's trying too hard it's just like natural like there's a story there her personal personally there's a story with her and tamra we're getting some how some of the women feel about her gina's a little bit off about it because of her own life experiences like that's all very relatable and real 
So yeah, OC is really, really working for me. I mean, I really like Emily. I think she brings a lot to the show. I think she's like super funny. I think her and Gina kind of like ground the show. The friendship that Emily and Gina have is something that not to harp on Atlanta again, but I'm going to, that not one, two cast members have with each other on Atlanta than like what Gina and Emily have. Like there's like, that's not available there. That's not happening there. Like they're like genuinely friends. Like I see they're on their Instagrams. Like they hang out like all the time. Like, they hang out with a bunch of other women, like they're generally friends. Like we're seeing, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Tamara and Jen, new Jen, because um, I think that they're like good now, but like we see in the trailer, she throws a napkin at her face. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's next week we have the Montana trip. So I'm excited to see them kind of go away because I feel like that's always heats up like the drama, like even events like this, like they're fun, but it's like the husbands are there and yeah. like they're in like a civilized kind of place. Like once the at any time. Yeah. Exactly. There's like no escape. And then it's like who's not showing up to what event? You know, Gina missed yes. the boat thing. She had COVID. I thought the boat, that was stuff that was probably my favorite episode of the season so far. Episode yeah. two with the boat. But I think it's been three for three. I think it's been really, really good so far. Um yeah, and I well, guess there's just kind of no finalization about Tamara and Shannon. It's just their two sides of the story. Yeah. about why they had a falling out, why they didn't. Well, Tamara, uh, on her own podcast with Teddy, um, she, on Two Teas in a Pod, she said that she thinks that more of their conversation is going to play out throughout the season in flashbacks, that producers are holding it probably for some reason, um, because she said that her, their sit-down at that restaurant, there was a lot more said. She said they were together for like an hour, mm-hmm. and obviously we only saw like three minutes of of that sit-down, maybe five at most. Um, and so she thinks that more of it will play out, and it'll sort of explain a little bit about why she went a little unhinged on the boat, and why they're totally not, you know, completely okay yet. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see that play out. I liked getting a taste also of the Heather and Taylor Armstrong feud that's coming. Mm -hmm. And I know you talked to her a little bit about that in your interview, right? Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm interested to hear what she had to say about that, but also I'm curious what you thought of that scene specifically, because we see, Taylor invite Heather over for like a coaching acting coaching lesson just for Heather to help her as well. But apparently I guess on the boat that we didn't see was that um, Taylor told Heather that there was another role in the movie she's going to be in. She's like, Oh my God, it'd be perfect for you. Like you should do it. And Heather, I guess said, sure in the moment, but then, you know, when they're at her house in this week's episode, and I was like, oh my God, I didn't know you were serious. Like, oh, you're you're so cute or whatever. It was totally, for me, it was like totally a dismissive, like, oh, I'm not interested, but I'm going to be nice. Yeah, for sure. So I'm interested to see the continuation of that next week when they're mm-hmm. in Montana. Um, because when I, when I interviewed Heather, I like jokingly said, I'm like, no one had this on their bingo card, her versus Taylor. But right. I will say... I think watching Heather Dubrow on television now, I've sussed out like the personality she does not get along with. And it's like the erratic, a little bit all over the place, Noella. Oh, Kelly Kelly Dodd. And Taylor Armstrong, I think is underratedly a little fanatic and a little like ditzy and not like dumb blonde ditzy, but a little like 
all over the place. Yeah, like she was so focused about the Adrian drama with Brandy. Like, yes. and I think she's great. Like, I'm really happy that Taylor she's is in the mix. Like, I think it's great. Yeah. She's like a little, I don't want to say this disrespectfully, like she's like a little nutty. Like she's a little like out there. And that's what makes her like a great reality television person. Yes. But Heather Dubrow is so like, this is logic. Like this is how it is. It's black or it's white. Heather yes. is very much like that. That's why her and Noella just spoke two different languages. So I yeah. feel like I've sussed out who Heather like gets along with who doesn't like, even though there, there seems to be problems with her, Gina and Emily, like Gina and Emily are the most, I feel like on the show, logical people and like grounded in terms of like how they go about things. Like they're not, you know, wackadoodles. So I see like why she vibes with them. And I just feel like that's very much like Heather DeBrow speaks that language and Taylor Armstrong doesn't in the same way that like Kelly Dodd did in the same way like Noella did it. And like, I don't even know who else Heather specifically didn't get along with over the years, but definitely those two. But yeah. um, yeah, I kind of like now that like I'm watching the episodes week by week and now we're seeing Taylor in the mix and her dynamic with Heather, like I'm kind of getting, I'm like, yeah, they're two, di- two very different people and they kind of speak two different languages. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know, I'm interested, but yeah, Heather had some interesting things to say about uh, Taylor. Doesn't, um, I left the interview with her feeling a little bad in a way that I was like, I don't think this woman has a friend on the show right now. I no. really don't like I really and she again I don't want to say too much because the interview is coming up but um she said things get nasty I asked specifically about the whole Tamara goes quote-unquote nuclear with her I asked her about that directly and she had the response to that and people might be surprised at what she says she's very direct about it um yeah. she said things things are gonna get ugly and personal and um yeah I'm interested to see what the fan reaction is I know we talked about this briefly I could see the fans like rallying around her if it's like kind of everyone against her because um i don't know i think no one likes to see one person get dogged on on housewives you know it's the same with like lisa vanderpump was doing nefarious things behind the scenes but like who was people most supporting her you know i don't think it's ever fun to watch one person get dogged on by everybody else so i'm interested to see how this evolves with the um heather dubrow of it all and just everyone i think it's a really really interesting dynamic um what do you you know when i go back a little bit to tamara and shannon um mm-hmm. you know obviously tamara apologized to shannon this week um she was crying she felt really bad about how she acted on the boat what is your take on their friendship because i actually just read a quote this morning from heather it was probably a quote she gave to another outlet at the event you went to but basically someone had asked do you think tamara and shannon are real friends and heather was like um, let me pull up the quote real quick. But basically, she said, um, "I asked something similar to her, her about this too, and she did say stuff about quote unquote fake friends." So, um, okay, I think I think I, I think I know what her opinion is. I think everybody knows what her opinion. Said, Let's go with the facts. The facts are they were quote best friends, and then as soon as Tamara left the show, they didn't speak. Now that she's back on the show, all of a sudden we're very close friends again. You do the math. So I'm curious. I, I won't ask a little bit about what she said to you. I, I'd like, you know, the the listeners to check out your interview. But I'm curious, like before, outside of what Heather said to you, do you personally think Heather and Shannon are genuine friends? Or do you, you feel mean, like... You mean you're talking about Tamara and Shannon? Oh, yes. That's so many yeah, no, it's fine. Um, do I think Tamara and Shannon are genuinely friends? Yes, I do think that there's like genuinely love there. And um you know, you're like, yes, they stopped being friends when they weren't on the show together. Now they are friends. But like, 
wouldn't that be any situation? Like, isn't that every wow. like you're when you're That's when you're thing. around somebody and you're constantly around them and like your job and like your life is dedicated towards that show and then that person's also a part of the show. Clearly, you're going to have much more in sync and much more in common when you're on the show together versus wow. when one's on, one's off. And I'm sure there was some bitterness from Tamara that she got fired, even though she was on the show long before Shannon and Shannon stuck around and kind of became like the lead star of the show after Tamara and Vicky were gone. So yeah, like, I don't think that they're not friends. I just think that the way it happened, isn't that kind of like what happens in life though? Like when you're in college with someone, you're closer with them when you're in college than like when you leave college typically because this person's life went that way and theirs went that way. Same with like when you're in high school, when you're working at the same job with somebody versus when that person gets a new job. Like when I was at my last job before this, like I was so close with people and nothing against those people now, but like our lives aren't as intersected anymore. Yeah, so, I mean, there are many people that I worked with here that mm-hmm. I spoke with, you know, every day, all day long. And when someone leaves, or like you just said, they get another job, it's like, it's so weird. You all of a sudden just don't speak at all anymore. Like, you'll be nice if you cross paths at an event or you want to reach out to ask a question that, you know, pertains to what that person might know in that moment or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not like you won't talk, but yes, the relationship changes drastically. And I don't think that means you weren't good friends or you're, you're, you don't care about each other or whatever. It's just a different, um, formation, I guess, of that friendship and it ebbs and flows through life. And yeah, so I think they're genuine friends. I think they get along really well. I think it's just, Hey, they weren't working together anymore. Like you said, they weren't in each other's lives on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being those things to discuss anymore. And there were probably were some feelings. I mean, Tamara was upset when she got fired and you're right. Like she probably just didn't want to talk about the show. What else is Shannon going to talk to her about? That's all they had in common before, you know? Yeah. So, and what Shannon, what Shannon told us in our interview, which I think is an important note is that, you know, that all happened as COVID was happening and that changed a lot of people's lives and a lot of relationships. Like yeah. there's people I'm closer with now and less close with now because yeah. COVID and changed where people yeah. were living and who was with who and stuff and who was wanted to do stuff and who was terror petrified, like that changed yeah. everything. So, you know, around that time of life, there was a lot of transitioning. I almost think like the fact that, and again, it is kind of like spoiler alert because social, in the era of social media, we know that they're fine as we're only on episode three, but the fact that they are friends again, almost validates that they do have a friendship because they could easily just be like, let's fight and not yeah. like each other because that's quote unquote better TV. But the fact yeah. that, we're starting the season as like, they're the feud, they're the drama. And now we know they're close again. And I'm sure some stuff's coming back up as they're watching each other's confessionals and doing press and stuff. But I don't know. I think the fact that they made up and we're seeing them out to dinner together all the time and posting at each other, I respectfully kind of disagree with Heather. I don't know if that's fake. Yeah. I just think that they were in and out of each other's lives. And right now they're in each other's lives because they're on the show together and they're probably both going to be back next season, I presume. So I think that this is a friendship that we're going to continue to see develop and I think it's real. I do. I think it's real. All right. Well, let's wrap up there. I want everyone to get to listen to your amazing interview with Heather. I got to listen to it myself. I can't wait to see, you know, what she had to say Mm -hmm. about everything that's going on. And as well as I know you asked her about her future on the show. Will she be back? So let's get to that interview. She did tease that she's, you don't even know this. I'll tell you off there because I'm going to spoil it for everyone. But she did tease that she might be popping up on a different show that's not even on Bravo. That has oh. to do with her selling her house. Oh. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned, everyone. 
so obviously season got started, episode yes. three, um, which I saw the screener of. Good episode. How do you feel about this season? Because it's your second season since your comeback. How does this season compare to your last season? Well, last season was very odd. You know, I got thrust back on the show. And I guess you assume that it'll be like it was, right? But you really can't go home again, I suppose. But I only knew Shannon. And everyone else was new. The whole show felt so new. So to have Tamara back this year and Vicky making a few appearances, I mean, it feels more familiar. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I think the audience is feeling that also. Yeah, I think they are. I think it feels more natural and more like these are real people yes. that have real, real relationships and yeah. a lot of history. Yes. And speaking of that history, there's a lot of history with Tamara and Shannon. We see that they're off to a rocky start as the season mm-hmm. kicks off. What do you feel about their kind of two sides of the story about why their friendship ended when it did? You know, I wasn't around during that period of time. Um, But I do think it's interesting that people throw around these terms, fake friends, you're fake friends. Like, you know, everyone has their own narrative. Like, they're fake friends, but you all stopped talking. Oh, thank you, Ernie. Thank you so much. But you all stopped talking when she left the show. And so, like, who's a fake friend? Yeah. I think the truth sort of lies somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. It's like this. You know, when you work in an office, right? You know, you have friends. And you're very close with all of those friends. And if someone moves away, you tend to lose touch with them. And that's just geography. Relationships change. Relationships change when you're not thrust together all the time mm-hmm. so I kind of understand it but I think people should be careful about pointing fingers about who's a real friend and who's a fake friend good point good point we see now that they are, seem to be in a good place at least based on social media and what Tamara said on her podcast did that surprise you um no I I, I was concerned and assumed that the two of them would become friends yeah. assumed because I wanted them to become friends again concerned because I it, I was concerned I would be the odd man out mm-hmm. which did end up happening yeah I was chatting with your husband lovely by the way before um, and we've heard about this and he did kind of correlate that this isn't the easiest season for you this is a little bit of a tough season for you why is that and did you see this coming I didn't see it coming at all mm-hmm. At all. I thought I thought I was going to have an easy season last season. I'm like, oh, I'm back, whatever, yeah. and then got blindsided with the whole lawsuit thing and all yeah. that. So this season, I thought, okay, well, Tamara's coming back. We've always had fun together. I mean, honestly, in all our years together, we had a problem maybe once. Yeah. And we were going along, and then all of a sudden, I felt like, how did everything go south? I, I don't know. I'm interested to watch it. Yeah. There was a report that had... Uh, Tamara went nuclear on you. Is there any truth to that? Yes. She did? Yes. And for... In a personal way? Um, isn't everything personal? That's true. Yeah, on Housewives, it certainly is. When we kicked off this season, you and Gina definitely were in kind of an awkward place. And she kind of shaded you a little bit in the premiere, saying like, oh, we're doing this stuff, like, Heather and Terry are going to come to this. Did that offend you at all? Just... 100%. I texted her. Yeah. I was like, wow first episode because the thing was you know we we had an immediate really really nice connection and you know we went to New York together we did all these things together and then when filming season was over we hung out a lot with Emily too we had lunches we had dinners um, I had Gina's parents over to my house it was it was really nice yeah. and then she disappeared mm-hmm. and so when I had her over you saw yeah. I was like where where have you been yeah and then for her to go to her confessional and shit-talk me, yeah. uh, it was very hurtful. Are you guys in a better place today? 
I mean, I texted her after I saw it, and I said, I'm sad. Mm -hmm. That was a lot. She said, I don't want you to be sad. Can we talk? And I said, we will, but I've been out of town the last couple of weeks. And now I feel like, well, gosh, maybe I need to watch a few more episodes before I have that conversation. Because you don't know what anyone says in their confessional until you watch it. Yes. The, the, I don't want to say feud because we're going to see how this develops, but the situation with you and Taylor Armstrong, I feel like nobody had that on their bingo card. No. Where did that come from? Drunk plans. Listen. <laughs> we see that in this new episode. Yes. Yeah. We were, you watched the episode. Yes. So we're on that boat. Yeah. I was definitely overserved. Yes. Myself. As was Tamara. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know I was the great interrupter, yes. but I mean, I was just hammered, like happy. Yeah, it was I fun. Was happy. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Yeah, what's the crime in that? No, and I didn't know when it was talking. You know, maybe it was not appropriate, but it was funny. And so um, she asked me to come help. I'm doing a movie. Mm -hmm. Come help me. Great. Happy to help you. And then she called me in the car on Mm -hmm. my way home. And then you saw all of our text messages to each other. I was like, you were serious? (laughs) I mean, she knew. I didn't think she was serious. It was whatever. But there was never a, hey, the casting director's going to call you or the director or anyone. And so I was like, this isn't about me. Mm -hmm. This is about you. You're doing the movie. Mm -hmm. Let's just keep the focus on you. Mm -hmm. Let's be here to help you. I left that sort of coaching session with her and Lauren, who I adore. Yeah. Like on a high. It almost made me go, wow, I forgot how much I love acting. I really miss this. Yeah. And so I left super happy. So to see the previews for next week, where, where even before that, where um, Taylor is sitting with Tamara and saying that I was condescending to her, and I didn't. Ta- I was. She said you left the script on the table. Is that well, true? I did because why would I take a script to a thing I'm not involved in? Yeah. Like if they had called me, they would send a script, and uh-huh. it would be the most updated script and the most right. Yeah. It was weird. Right. There was never any real connection mm-hmm. to this project. And by the way, after this past year, there still has never been. Yeah. No one ever reached out to me. Yeah. Almost a year later. It seemed like... Storyline? Yeah. What can you say about the fight with you guys in Montana, which we see in the previews for the next episode? Um, well, because... Absolutely. Because I don't know what happened... Mm-hmm. In between those two moments, I can only tell you from my perspective, I went to Taylor's. We had this really great day mm-hmm. where we worked on her script and I read with her and Lauren was there with this great time and I left on a high. And then you see a piece of this, but we, some of us went shopping and I started to get an idea that this was becoming a thing, which shocked me. And then we, we got to Montana. You'll have to see what happens there, but... I thought it was handled, and it wasn't. Interesting. So my last question, there's been talk that you guys are leaving OC to go to LA slash Beverly Hills. Is there any truth to that? And that would that involve you leaving Orange County, the show itself? So people think we've already left. Yes. But the truth is, we bought this really cool... I don't know if you watch Selling Sunset. No, I have not consistently. Okay, so we're on it this season, which oh, I didn't really? know we'd be on it, because yeah. Heather Musa is the yes. one that sold us our penthouse Okay, okay, yeah, Tarek's new wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so what wow. happened was, we were looking for a place for someday. Mm-hmm. Like, once the kids leave, but we mm-hmm. found 
the place. And so it took like six months of negotiating. We ended up getting this apartment. And ten, ten days into escrow, Josh Altman is blowing up my social media, wow. calling my podcast company because he had someone that wants to see our house. Yeah. I didn't know him. Now we're very good friends, but yeah. I didn't know him. And so we ended up selling our house. So we had bought that place in LA. It's only two bedrooms. It's not for okay. the family, right. whatever. Um, we do want to be there someday. Got it. But, you know, Terry's practice is in Orange of County. Your life is there right now. Our life is there right now. But we've been straddling those county lines uh-huh. for quite some time. So I don't know. Will the weights shift? Right. I don't know. Stay tuned. Stay and how, are, soon. how are the kids doing? Just They're to ask. Great. Good. They're so good. So Nikki. Did they finish their first year at the twins? They did. Okay. They did. And Nikki just got his real estate license. And he's interning for he Josh Altman. <laughs> I'm not even going there. Wow, what a great but, start. It was, right? Amazing. So he's working with Josh, and he's filming for Million Dollar Listing. Oh, my God. Is that God. crazy? That's nuts. And Max is doing great. She's working with animals this summer. She's going to Europe with a girlfriend. Wow. Katarina's going to a film program for five weeks. Ace just hit his first home run. Your kids are your kids are thriving. They're doing well. Listen, not every day. Yeah, and, of you course. know, knock on wood. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, a, of course. it's a roller coaster, the kids. But yeah. They're good.